1: So many people who are completely unaware or unwilling to admit to themselves just how crippled they are, just how broken, just how powerless they truly are because of the sin which keeps them blind and keeps us bound up so often. Even Christian men and women who because of pride fail to humble themselves
0: all people start out in this world broken by sin helpless to be saved and without hope for healing and as pastor robert explains today sin cripples everyone until by the name of jesus you are healed you are saved by his power there is great hope healing and overflowing life for you in jesus Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the Book of Acts, Chapter 3, as he continues his message, Such as I have, I give.
1: You understand, especially especially in this time, 2,000 years ago, no woman was going to even entertain the idea. And for that matter, her her father, her brothers, would not have allowed her to consider marrying this guy. He had no means of supporting her. He had no way of earning a living. He was a crippled beggar. And that was his identity. We don't even know his name. Third thing I want to point out to you, when he did start jumping up and down, he immediately began praising God for his miracle. He knew where it came from. And everybody inside the temple recognized him. They all knew that a serious miracle had just taken place because they recognized him as the crippled beggar who sat outside the gate every day. And I was thinking about this. It reminds me of of a song by John Mark MacMillan. And it's not about this story. It's, a, it's about, it's the story of Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth was a son of Jonathan, who was a son of King Saul. And, you know, the family of Saul was completely wiped out. But David and Jonathan had been really, really close. And so after all of this, and now King David has been, he's been established as the king of Israel. And one day it occurs to him that he'd made a promise to Jonathan and he, he asked, you know, it's like, are there any of the descendants of Saul still alive? Did any of them survive? And they're like, oh, this one crippled kid, Mephibosheth. And King David said, well, go, go get him. And, and they bring him, and for the rest of his life, Mephibosheth ate at the king's table. And I was just thinking about this song and thinking about you know, this, it's a song about me, a cripple at the king's table. And, and it's a song about you, too. Just like this man's story is also our story, in a way. But the scary part for me as a pastor is to think about, think about how many men and women fail to see themselves in this man's story. So many people who are completely unaware or unwilling to admit to themselves just how crippled they are, just how broken just how powerless they truly are because of the sin which keeps them blind and keeps us bound up so often. Even Christian men and women who, because of pride, fail to humble themselves and really acknowledge just how dependent we are. I've seen pastors get utterly ruined ministries destroyed destroyed families destroyed because they get so impressed with their own eloquence but see the bible the bible tells us even as christians you know we don't we don't earn our salvation we don't earn it but we can disqualify ourselves from ministry we can disqualify ourselves from being used by God if we're not careful because the Bible also tells us that while God gives grace to the humble meaning that he he gives power he he, he gives an enabling strength to the person who bows before him and acknowledges that everything we have comes from him anyway humility brings power from God but Pride brings his opposition. And see, we forget sometimes as Christians that that's still true. See, we we think that's only true for the heathen out there. Listen, please hear me. Christian, God will oppose you, even as a believer. You know why? Because he's more concerned with who you are than with what you do. He's more concerned about who you are than about what you do. And if you begin to get too pleased with your own righteousness, too impressed with your own holiness, he'll cut you down like a weed. I'm not talking about your salvation. I'm not saying he'll send you to hell. I'm saying he will humble you because he loves you. He will bring you low, as the Bible words it. We need to acknowledge how dependent we all are on his mercy. You know, I love the the wording of the old King James version of verse 6 here in Acts chapter 3. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give thee. What a statement. Peter says, you know, I, I don't have what you're asking for. To think, of, you got to think about this. I don't have what you're hoping for, buddy. I can't give you what you're hoping for. I can't give you what you're begging for. I can't give you what you were expecting. But I'll give you what I have. Now, now, listen. You, you got to try to put yourself. Try to put yourself in in the place of that beggar. Because here he is. He's sitting there. He's you know. I saw a guy the other day. I don't even remember where I was driving. I was on the motorcycle. And he's in, you know, the little walkers that have the seat. You can sit on it. You know, you stop it and lock the wheels and sit on it. And and he's sitting in the middle of a busy intersection. I mean, it, it is Miami, right? He's sitting in the middle of a busy intersection. And he's not even really in between lanes. I mean, the cars had to go around him in this one lane. And to be quite honest, it looked like he had passed out, as in drunk. He's he's sitting there in that little red walker thing, and uh, he was asleep for sure. Traffic all around him. I mean, hundreds and hundreds, you know, thousands of cars. It was a busy intersection. He's not even looking up. This guy's sitting at the gate of the temple. I mean, at least he didn't have to stop traffic, you know. He didn't have to worry about getting run over, trampled maybe, but not run over by a car. He's sitting sitting there just like he's been doing all day, every day, for most of his life. And he wasn't looking. He wasn't looking up. How do I know? Well, because Peter said, look at me. Can you picture this? Hey, look at me. I can't give you what you're hoping for. Now, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I just kind of halfway imagine this beggar saying, well, then why are you bothering me? Let me take my nap. Leave me alone. If, you don't, if you're not going to give me anything, then go away. But Peter's not finished, is he? I can't give you what you're hoping for. Silver and gold have I none, but one of the most beautiful words in the bible quite often but what i have i give you in the name of jesus christ of nazareth rise and he the bible says he reached down and took him by the hand now how do you do now we're going to see when we get to the next part peter kind of explains it because everybody's freaking out and they're gathered around peter and john and peter's like wait 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 don't be looking at us like that Because the one you crucified gave to me the faith to say and do what I did.
0: We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today.